It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Today, we are going to talk about if a James Harden trade goes down, should the Washington Wizards be a third team to acquire picks or young assets? And there's a few teams we're going to look at, such as the Clippers, the Heat, and Knicks. But we're going to talk about that next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's really good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So today we're going to talk about, I know you guys have heard a lot about a potential James Harden trade, but if one goes down, should the Washington Wizards be that third team? And we're going to look at three teams that are potential destinations for James Harden, the Los Angeles Clippers, the New York Knicks, and the Miami Heat. So we're going to dive right into it. And looking at the LA Clippers, now obviously James Harden is from the LA area and that is his number one destination. Um, But Right now, the Philadelphia 76ers are playing hardball with him, saying that they expect him to be in camp. But if the pressure gets on and he, they have to make that move, um, we're going to look at the Clippers move and what potential assets the Washington Wizards would want. So um, what do you think, E? Um, if James Harden gets flipped to the, the Clippers, what assets, looking at their depth chart and maybe picks, uh, what assets do you see the Wizards trying to get if they indeed are that third team in a James Harden trade? Yeah, I think it would be a good idea to offload. We got a couple guys that uh, we could definitely offload as far as like Shamad and Tyus Jones, along right, Gallinari, Mike Muscala. You know, maybe we could get a couple picks. You know, we've got a whole bunch of second round picks, but uh, we could load them on some more. You could attach those to different trades. You see, second round picks still do have value. Obi Toppin got traded for a couple second round picks. Uh, there were a couple decent young players, Kenyon Martin Jr. Who is on the Clippers at the at the moment right now? He got traded for a couple second round picks, um, but I, I like his talent. He's super athletic. Bones Highland is a guy that I like coming out of the draft. Uh, sometimes his shot selection is is questionable, but he's a guy that's really shifty that can get to the basket very easily at any time he wants. Isolation guy that can break your ankles and and one mixtape tour kind of moves. So I, I really like watching Bones Highland play as a six man or coming off the bench. Terrence Mann is a guy that's carved out a really good career coming off the bench as well for the uh, for the Clippers so far. He had a good playoff series. He's done really, really well in his career. Um, and if they're going to attach picks to players like Robert Covington, you take on a contract like that. So there's there's a couple of assets that the Clippers certainly have at this point that would be intriguing to add to the roster. But if any team would take 
Tyus. And we almost had a three-team deal with Porzingis to the Clippers, uh, where we almost got a first-round pick from the Clippers as well. But that deal fell through because of uh, injury concerns to Michael Brogdon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, James Harden, he said Daryl Morey is a liar, so he doesn't want to be there. So he's going to force a trade. We know Damian Lillard wants to get traded as well. And there's been talks of uh, Gallinari being added to the to the deal for, for Damian Lillard and uh, Shemet, the Heat having interest in Landry Shemet to add a third team. The Wizards would be that third team or another team added to the deal. So there's certainly a lot of opportunities out there for us to sneak in there and attach ourselves to a deal to get some assets for some of the guys that we know that are not going to be here in the long-term for a future for the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And uh, you brought up a key name, man, I've been looking at for any potential deal with the L.A. Clippers. Um, definitely Robert Covington. I can see them attaching a first-round pick to offload his contract. I definitely can see that, man. Um, look at the other names. Um, if I'm trying to get a kind of a bad contract and a young guy, you already named it Bones Highland, local cat. Um, shot selection, a little questionable sometimes, but he's definitely an intriguing young player. Um, looking at it, um, Kenny Martin Jr. again, definitely a big fan of him. But um, a couple of bad contracts or expiring deals that you need to look at uh, that they could potentially throw a first round pick or some seconds on. Uh, Marcus Moore Sr. You know, we almost acquired him, and I believe Amir Coffee before. So those are a couple of names to kind of look for. So uh, you know who we would have to give up. Um, looking at their point guard situation, I mean, right now is Russ. Uh, Terrence Mann is the backup, but I know Terrence Mann can play the two guard also. But then you got uh, Norman Powell, so you know, I, maybe Tyus, but uh, Gallinari, I think, would be the biggest fit. I think he could, you know, between him and Batum, you know, it, at his stage in his career right now, Batum is not the guy. I think Gallinari could definitely come in and start for them. So, those are a couple of names, so there's, but there's a lot of intriguing names on there, man. Like I said, if I'm the GM, I'm definitely going to call about Bones Highland and Kenya Martin Jr., but I know that. If you have the opportunity to maybe get a first-round pick attached to taking on Marcus Morris Sr. or Robert Covington, I am definitely going to entertain that. So um, we're going to slide into the next team real quick, the Knicks. Now, um, the New York Knicks, another big market team for James Harden. Now, real quick, looking at their depth chart real quick. Uh, as you know, Jalen Brunson is the starting point guard, backed up by Emmanuel quickly, but quickly can't play the two guard, but that's where they got Quentin Grimes projected to be then you know obviously small forward you got rj barrett power forward julius randall and as center mitchell robinson but they have intriguing pieces on the bench that could kind of entice the wizards so looking at the new york knicks real quick e um same thing with the clippers do you what assets do you think we would have to give up and what assets do you really think would be attractive for the wizards in the third team and a james harden trade to the knicks well, yeah, and, and looking at the Clippers, too, the Clippers don't have a lot of first-round picks because they traded for Paul George in that trade. They traded Shea Gilgis, Shea, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and a bunch of picks, an abundance of picks for Paul George. So they don't have a lot of future draft capital. The closest first-round pick I'm looking at it right now for the Clippers is uh, 2027. They don't have a 2024 first-rounder. They don't have a 2025. They don't have a 2026. They have a 2027 first and a 2028 and a 2029 first. So those are their future assets. And they're going to be good for the next couple of years. So uh, whatever pick we get from them, even if it is a second-round pick, it's going to be a uh, late pick. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, but as far as the Knicks and their assets, 
guys that I see them giving up on. They they like a lot of their young guys, so a lot of their young guys they're gonna keep as far as like R.J. Barrett. They're not trading him. Quentin Grimes, I think he's off limits. Quickly is off limits as well. I would love to get a mail quickly, but I think he's off limits as well. Um, they just picked up Dante Divincenzo, Divincenzo from Villanova. I don't see them trading him as well. So um, they did. They just don't have a lot of young assets that I think they're gonna part ways with. But as far as picks, they own the rights to our pick. Actually, um, they still have Evan Fournier on the roster, so they could probably potentially move him to move a bad contract, and we just take back our first round pick, so the protections aren't on there anymore. That's certainly a possibility, but uh, yeah, Shamet, DeLon Wright, guys like that, Mascala, Gallinari, all those guys would certainly be on the trade block. Tyus Jones, um, I feel like they've had interest in bringing him in, but they got Jalen Brunson, so. Um, there's an abundance of guys that we have on our roster that are certainly um, going to be be on the trade block of the trade deadline to bring in guys. But I think the Knicks are going to try to hang on to their guys. I don't see them really moving um, any guys on our roster. I mean, possibly for James Harden, but I don't I don't see them making a lot of moves at this point. Yeah, I'm with you. I I, I think out of these three teams, man, they're the least likely one. Yeah, it's right. I don't see. Yeah, I don't, I don't see. Because the Knicks are pretty much set. I mean, Tyus Jones, is he an upgrade over Jalen Brunson? I don't think so. I mean, Manly quickly. Um, looking at the power forward, could Gallinari come in and back up Julius Randle? I mean, you know, how much do they believe in Isaiah Roby? <laughs> I mean, you know, they, they're pretty set in their roster, man. So I, I don't, I just don't see it. Like you said, Evan Fournier in, in our pick, I would be interested. But that's the only thing, man. That's the only move I could really look at as far as the Knicks, man. So. I think they hang up. I think we hang up. I think it's not even a conversation, to be honest with you. So, um, so we're gonna. I guess we'll go ahead and slide into the Miami Heat. You know, we'll look at their assets real quick, and then we'll talk about that. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by the Jace Case. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why the Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication or an emergency room. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught up unimpaired, uh, unimpaired, <laughs> unprepared. So uh, I definitely recommend it, y'all. Um, definitely, you know, things happen. You know, emergencies happen. That's disasters happen. So I would definitely entertain it. Look, definitely check it out. It's definitely worth the money. You can save more than $360 by giving these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code locked on. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow, we are going to do a mailback episode. So send us your best questions, and we are going to do our best to answer them for you guys. So definitely check that. Check that episode out. So real quick, we're going to look at a third team. Um, a third team that was mentioned as a potential destination for James Harden 
is the Miami Heat, which their name has been involved with not only him, but with the Portland Trailblazers star player. So they make a move for James Harden. What SS do you see could be attractive to the Wizards to be a third team, if any? And what players do you think we had to give up you? Yeah, the Heat are so stingy. I mean, I remember even with Brad Bill, like they were like, oh, we're not going to give up Nicole Yovich. We're not even going to give up Haywood Highsmith. So um, Pat Riley is just really, really tough on trades. They're even trying to be kind of tough or kind of, you know, sticklers with with giving up guys for Damian Lillard. They're going to have to give up Tyler Hero for Damian Lillard. They would have to give up Tyler Hero if they made a trade for James Harden as well. So, um Duncan Robinson, you take on a bad contract. I'm not really looking for him at all. The only guys I'm really looking for from the Heat that I, that would be realistic is probably Nikola Jovic. And uh, I like Caleb Martin a lot, but they're probably not going to part ways with him. Jaime Hawkes, their rookie, he looked good in some league, but they're not going to part. They're probably not going to part ways with him uh, for any of the guys that we got. But it just depends on what, what gets shipped out. I do think that uh, the – I think the Damian Lillard trade would be more of an advantage for us to get stuff because I just feel like it, it, it could be the same, but I, I know the heat that they, the reports keep coming out that they're interested in Shaman Gallinari. So there is an opportunity for us to actually get something, but I, I would really, really try my best to get Jovich, but I just don't think they're going to give him up to get a six eleven guy that played really well in FIBA. He has some good games in FIBA. He had, you know, he was inconsistent, but he has some good games with people where he's very impactful He's a 6'11 guy that can put the ball on the floor, shoot the ball a little bit, has good touch, good feel, can pass the ball, can finish above the rim, finish around the rim. So uh just has to get stronger. But that's the one guy I would certainly, certainly keep my eyes on. But it's 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 wish it's more wishful thinking than actual things that would happen. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> and their draft assets, gotta look at their draft assets for the future. I'll pull that, but yeah, you can go ahead. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I just don't see the this being a likely move because look, Pat Riley, man. <laughs> I mean, he, he's not trying to trade anybody. Um, looking at the roster, like you said, uh Nikola uh uh Jovich, man, I, I'll definitely, definitely entertain that deal, man. I like him as a player. Um, but Duncan Robinson, I'm very hesitant. Even with a pick, I'm hesitant to make that move, man, because I'm just I don't like overpaying for shooters, man. And He's just a shooter. He really doesn't do much else on the court. So I just hold on to that contract. And that's what kind of makes me leery about um, what's his name? And uh, the Knicks, man, the Fournier, man, because yeah, he can score, but he's just, I don't want, I don't want that contract on the books. You know, we we're trying to get these contracts off the books, man. And we have enough, you know, so I just, I don't, I don't want to see that move. So yeah, looking at the, um, looking at the roster, man, I just don't see much that really entices me. Now looking at power forward, um, Gallinari is he an upgrade over Hayward Highsmith as far as backing up Kevin Love, maybe. Um, maybe Muscala for depth behind Bam Adebayo and Thomas Bryant. But again, I just don't see this as a likely move. I think that if James Harden gets moved, which I personally don't think he's going to get moved, but if he does get moved, I think that going home to L.A. is the best case scenario because the Knicks and the Miami Heat, um, you know, they both are kind of set. Um, you, you know, with the Knicks, they're set in their lineup. With the Miami Heat, they're setting their ways. They make it tough to make moves, man. And you know, you best believe you're gonna have to give up Tyler Hero. But so I mean, are they willing to do that? Uh Josh Richardson, maybe that's why you take back, but yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty 
I'm pretty set on it, man. I, I just don't see it happening. I, you know, Miami and New York to me are just not good options for us to be a third team, and it's really does not good options for a trade for James Harden. I just don't see it. Um, LA is definitely the best case scenario. So, what do you think, real quick, as far as the best? Can you think the Clippers deal is pretty much the best one? Uh, I think, yeah, I think the Clippers have good assets. If if a deal did go through, um. I think Jovich. Now, looking at the Miami Heat, too, they do have future first round picks. We don't have really guys worthy for any first round picks that we would give up. They do have a 2024 first round pick. They have a 2026, 2027 as well. So they do have more picks to give up. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think most realistic would probably be the Clippers and the Clippers. They did. They were we were in talks to make a trade. So maybe they could revisit some of the stuff that they were looking to give up and maybe a couple of second round picks. And Terrence, man. Yeah, or, I'm or with Bones you, man. Island. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I don't see it happening. I think mm-hmm. that eventually him and Daryl Moore are going to sit down and hash this thing out because the best case scenario for him to win a title, I think, is in Philadelphia. So I think that he's going to he's going to stay in Philly. But uh, we're going to go ahead and move on. We got a funny question from a mailbag for you guys. But before we answer that question about baddies in the DMV, uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers for FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Good God. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off on NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can bet on anything from spreads to player props to parlays, anything. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer that you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. L. So real quick before we bounce, um, this we got a mailbag question. This is I, I had a, I had a couple this morning because it's funny, man. Um, and this is coming from let me. Uh, this is from uh, YouTube. Uh, I watch it on YouTube, and it's at coming for everything this time. And he says people say that Jordan Poole only goes off when he sees a batty courtside. If this myth is true, should the Wizards host auditions for baddies? <laughs> To see who will become the official course side batting for the Washington Wizards. So, um, what do you think? You? Uh, I mean, you, you already got the cheerleaders. I'm gonna tread this lightly because I am a married man, so I'm not gonna comment too much about this. But um, yeah, I mean, you you can send some celebrities in there for sure in DC, and you know, you 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 got a you know, it's, it's chocolate city, so there's definitely um, you know, some some. Some some uh um attractive people in there. Like I said, I'm gonna tread this lightly because I am a married man. But um, 
but you know we know rose bar and, and all all the places to be for sure so it's not too far from capital one so we know um some of the ladies that would be in there may be at the game and there may be some celebrities and, and whatnot at the game as well so but i i think jordan will play well anyway it doesn't matter who's there or not you know i think he's gonna have a good game and that is just a it's a running joke that is funny but it is it is true at the same time as we saw some games uh in the playoffs and in the finals where he played really well in front of in front of some ladies and stuff so uh, but yeah, it, it's just something to chuckle about. Andre Iguodala brought it up too, so it, it is a running Twitter joke. But I think he's going to play really well at home. I think he's going to average about twenty-five to thirty points at home for sure. I'm with you, my brother. Look, I am a happily married man, and the only baddie mm-hmm. I see is my wife. Right there, you Shango, go. And look, Shango <laughs> sit courtside. I'm saying so. <laughs> so that's it, man. Um, yeah, it, it's a joke. It's funny, you know. You see that in Golden right. State, you know, with you know with the chicks on the sideline and. It's it's a meme and all that, but I'll say this, man. I I prefer that they brought none but ugly chicks to Capital One. I want his mind on the game. You know, I don't want him trying to shoot jump shots for baddies and all that, man. Look, right. you know, um, yeah, I stay focused. Yeah, stay focused, man. You know, focus on you know the task at hand, man. You know, it, it's funny. I, that's why I wanted to talk about it real quick because you know you always see the memes and all that, man. But I want to see him focused, man. You know, you know. Like I said, I can't comment on mm. the quality of women in the DMV. Like I said, the only yeah, woman I see either. is my wife. <laughs> that's it right. but saying that you know focus on the court bro you know don't yeah. don't worry about what's going on off the court worry about the court man yeah. you'll be yeah. all right so yeah you know <laughs> and then we're gonna go ahead and leave on that so definitely appreciate everybody um definitely like subscribe let us know what you guys think because i'm definitely waiting to see some of the comments on this one so um wherever you get your podcast five star review is much much appreciated so again see you guys next time appreciate everybody hail to the wizards and Peace. Everybody have a good night. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.